Greetings, wonderful people, and welcome back to Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy, and it is a pleasure, as always, to be able to share with you. I am looking forward to teaching and learning, learning and teaching. I'm both student and teacher, and today I would like to talk about faith on this beautiful Palm Sunday, faith over fear, faith over fear. So earlier this week, yeah, it was this week, I believe, um, my family and I got a little disconcerting news about one of my sisters, and it was, um, I can imagine, only imagine for her, it was a very, very challenging time to find out the news that she found out, and there is a point when we talked about this where you immediately you get some bad news from the doctor or disconcerting news from the doctor and you know your mind can go in a thousand different directions and usually the negative is what is amplified at first so I want to talk about faith and faith sometimes we talk about it as if your faith is always strong um your faith you know people just kind of you know talk about it as if you know you gotta have faith and that kind of thing but usually faith to me is something you have to work through i have done a podcast on this a while ago called the workout and it's about getting to that place of faith faith i believe is like your muscles they have to be it faith has to be built It doesn't just happen automatically or spontaneously, and it doesn't necessarily automatically happen because you believe in God. You believe in the creator of the universe. You can believe in him and you can have faith, but there are things that challenge you and that's how you keep your faith strong. And just like with building your muscles, you want to lift weights you want to lift something that's heavy in order to build your muscles you have to lift a certain amount of weight and you have to do it consistently and that is the analogy that I'm using to try to help people understand that just because you don't feel strong at different times in your life it doesn't mean that you don't have faith you have to build your faith and usually everyone is going to have a moment when they're going to be able to measure their faith. You know, God is going to perfect the faith in us, and we all have that. There are different situations. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's health-wise. Sometimes it is on our job. Sometimes it is with family members. It's with relationships. So that your faith is going to be perfected, and how do you perfect your faith Well, it's just like you have to lift those weights, the weights of life, and they come every single time. And so this morning when I got up and I was doing my morning devotion, it's been a beautiful day. Boy, I tell you, I want to have so much I want to share with you. But um, I started my morning devotion and I started listening to a pastor that I had never heard of in my life, but apparently he is well known. And it just tells you how much I know, you know, but he's a fairly big pastor in the nation. 
um, and he did a sermon. I won't give his name right now, but later I want to talk about him. So blessed by his message today because I was I wanted to do something just with Palm Sunday. I wanted to do one of my Good Religion episodes, and I decided, no, I'm going to do, after listening to him, listening to several things, um, and faith just kept jumping out at me. I just felt like God was saying, no, just talk about faith. And during this pastor's message, he gave this quote, and I thought this was really good. A faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. A faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. And so, in other words, we all are going to have moments, as I said before, where God is going to perfect our faith. And how do we have our faith? Well, it's just like those weights. We have moments when we feel overwhelmed and heavy with life. And, you know, I've said this a thousand times. I've written about it almost 20 years now. God does not change life. He changes us. There are some things in life that are very painful that we all go through regardless of our faith, regardless of our belief in him. There are things that we go through because it is life. And it's so funny because as I before I had gotten to that part of the minister's message, I wanted to know who he was. I, I looked him up. I said, God, I, this guy's really good. This message is just speaking to me this morning. Let me look him up. Well, I found out that he lost one of his adult sons through a tragedy, through a car accident. One of his adult sons died away, died tragically in a car accident. And when and I and at first my first thought went to, you know, why does this always happen? It just seems like people reach a pinnacle of success, especially in ministry. And I can just think of I could rattle off ten names right now. And all of those people have faced some major tragedy. And it's usually losing a child, which people say is one of the most painful things to lose, is to lose someone that you have given birth to. And so here he is, he's saying this, and he talked a little bit about this, he didn't go into detail, but we have these moments where you, you don't lose faith, but you do start to want, you know, try to understand maybe why this happened. You know, why did God allow this to happen? And so it, it challenges you to look at things differently. And so I want you to go to badthoughttherapy.com and go to my blog. And I did a compilation of 22 empowering um, scriptures and quotes about faith. Some of them are so good. You can go to badthoughttherapy.com and just hit blog. When you hit blog, the latest blog is are the, this list of quotes and scriptures, and I'm going to be saying some throughout this message. And here's another one. Lose the faith that makes you give up on God when things don't go your way. He said that too. So he was saying how people, I'm going to read that again, but I want to explain it first. This particular minister was saying that there are people who say they lost their faith in God because something painful happen to them so in other words they believe that okay God because I believe in God they believe in God certain bad things should not have happened and so they lost their faith in God and his response his minister's response to them was lose that faith if it's a faith that makes you give up on God when things don't go your way then that's not the faith that you're supposed to have now I personally believe you know that's easier said than done 
there are certain things I don't want to go through. There are certain things that, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm one of those people. Some people believe, oh, it'll never happen to them. And they, they live their life. I'm on the opposite end of that, extreme opposite end of this spectrum. <laughs> I can be a very morbid person, like my imagination. And I can think of worst case scenarios. And I'm not talking about for anybody else. I'm talking about for myself. Okay, I'm not talking about anybody else's life. I'm talking about my life. So I'm a person that has to really, you know, reel that in and say, okay, you know, don't don't linger on all the possibilities of bad things happening. You know, just believe that whatever happens, just walk with God. And I, I've changed my my faith walk myself, where I understand that I'm going to just hold on to His hand, and I'm not letting go. And I don't. And then whatever happens, happens. And if I can't have my way, it does not mean that God is less loving. It does not mean that God is less powerful. It does not mean that God doesn't care for me and and he knows things that I don't know. And I've surrendered to that. I've written about this where things happen and they seem almost inexplicable. You, You cannot understand why it's happening. It seems unfair to us. And um, at the same time, when I'm going through moments like that, I just have to dig deep and try to find the treasure in the trial and the trouble. And I remember when I lost almost everything due to a natural disaster. In 2009, September 21st, never forget the date, I went to work. And it was raining that day. It had been raining. Just It was so weird because it was this ominous feeling it was like some I knew something was going to happen but I just it, it being a having a flood was not in my imagination and I remember my daughter saying the same thing she was saying later we talked about this and she was saying you know she thought maybe the house was going to burn down but I remember leaving the house that morning and looking at my house and saying a little prayer and I went to work and by the end of the day I couldn't get to my house and there was a major flood and the water came up in my house up to um, five, six feet, and I lost everything. There were some things that were high that were that were that could be preserved, and there were some things that were low that could be preserved, and looking back on that, I could have preserved a few more things, but they were things, and that experience taught me so much, and the biggest lesson that I learned is that bad things happen to all of us, no matter what. And instead of trying to sometimes understand the why when we go through moments like that, is we have to find the treasure in the trouble. And my treasures were spiritual. I learned a lot about God. I learned about the preternatural peace of God that he would give you no matter what you're going through. And when I surrendered and trying to hold on to my things and Um, I think there's a part of us when we have faith in God, we don't want to suffer. Like, who wants to go through pain? Pain doesn't feel good. And it was being uncomfortable. And, you know, looking back, there could have been other decisions that I could have made that might have made that season um, more pleasant or less painful. But nevertheless, I learned so much about God. I learned even more about people. And I feel that I'm a better person because of that. And I think that's what faith does. Faith is you believe in God no matter what. You believe in God through the good times, through the bad times, 
when you're up, when you're down. You believe God when you have and when you don't have. And you just hang on to his unchanging hand. And no matter what happens, you do not waver from that belief. Now, years ago, a couple of years ago, and I meant to, I wish I had that book is somewhere in my library, but there was a guy that wrote a book and his book really made me think because he talked about not having faith in God, but having trust in God. And his whole thing was above faith is trust. When you trust God, and that's when you can hang on because you know that no matter what happens, he's going to be there with you. And But basically, in order to have trust, you have to have relationship with God. And all of it makes per- perfect sense and it all integrates and it's woven together. And I just want to say this and right now before I, I don't want to get sidetracked, that I am a person who has moved away from religion. Religion is this this set of organized practices, things that you have to do, things that you can't do. In order for you to be close to God, you have to go through these different rituals or these practices, and that's religion. And religion is man-made, and religion is man-centered. I was a person that I went to church every Sunday. There were times in my life when I, for years, I, I mean decades, I wouldn't miss a Sunday. I wouldn't miss going to Bible study, those kinds of things. But then I had a few moments in my life that I say they are pivotal moments when I started to ask God certain things I was seeing happening in the church and just in general. And I just started to, you know, seek God for answers, not to criticize anybody. I'm not one of those people and say, oh, that's a false prophet and they're teaching them wrong because I didn't know. I would just just pray to God and ask God to reveal me the, to me the answers that I needed for my life. And I believe that he did. And I moved from um, religion to relationship where, and then God just helped me to understand more about the text, the Bible that people use and just show me how the Bible has been misused and it has been mishandled. The issue is not with the Bible, but the issue is the fact that the Bible has been misused and abused. And because of that, and people who are seeking, they're seekers, they're looking for a relationship with God, and this Bible can be so powerful, but if it is misused, then what it really does is it pushes people away and it it disempowers them. And that's what I see happening. And I'm asking God for his grace to help me to put something together because I, I, I believe that this book, the text, is the most powerful book ever written. The problem is how it is used. And there are some facts about the Bible that I never hear people talk about. And if, we, if people would start to teach the Bible in the right way, meaning extract the principles and the lessons from the Bible, and teach people how to apply those principles and those lessons, then I believe the world would be in a better place. And so I, I, I humbly ask God to help me and help other people who are in a position to do that, to do that because so many, I talk to a lot of people, let me just say this, I'm not talking about what I think because I, as a business owner and just being a public person in terms of my job, I talk to so many different people and it is very, very clear to me that people have a very distorted view of how to use the Bible. 
And because of that, um, it, it is hurting people. I was just talking to someone, very dear friend, love this person dearly. This person has been a blessing on my life. But she said something sort of interesting. And I said, wow, I, you know, I just never thought. But it was more like women preaching. Like she was against what I deduced. And I could have been wrong because I didn't get that deep with it. But that she thought that it was wrong for women to be able to preach or teach things from the Bible. And I said, okay, God, I don't know how many times you got to tell me. We have to talk about this because I keep saying this. The Bible is not a book that fell out of the sky. The Bible is a book that has been written by men over thousands of years. And these stories are about, about the people and about God's interaction. And these the, the, the books in the Bible, like the letters, for example, for some of the epistles, as we call them, that were written by different people, these letters are not written to us. They're written to people. So those people are sharing their view, their point of view, their perspective of what they believe. And I believe they had faith in God, what they believe God wanted them to say. But the question is this, is that indicative of what God wants for us today? Does God want women who he has touched, who he has blessed, he has anointed to teach, does he want them not to teach? So those are questions, but I'm not going to get that. I didn't mean to get it. I won't talk about faith. I don't want to get sidetracked. But that was just something that said, hmm, I need to really, really deal with this. But going back to faith, here's another quote that I know you've heard about faith that I love, and it's by Dr. Martin Luther King. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. I was blessed because when I finished watch, watching this minister, I discovered another great YouTube show, and I'm going to put a link in the description box of this podcast. I can't think of, wow, forgetting the name of the show, but anyway, it's two young men, and they're basically talking about, um, they interview people, they talk to people, entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, and they had Tabitha Brown on the show, and if anybody has a faith uh, walk, she does. I, I don't know her personally, just happened to be watching this, and she really inspired me. I'm going to be honest. She was talking about not eating chicken. I had just eaten some chicken. I was like, oh, oh, but I'm willing to, I'm willing to try, you know, what she was saying because, and I love what she said, you know, she doesn't push veganism on anyone. This is what she did and healed her body. And she shares what she has learned with others. She seems to be a very humble person and truly, truly um, connected to God. So I was really, but her faith journey, journey was powerful because she had her mind set on doing certain things and God just, you know, um, led her to get to a place of influence. She was actually called, I'm just saying this, she didn't say this, but I'm saying this, she was clearly called to be a person to empower and inspire others. And she thought that she was going to do it as an actress, but it comes, it came in a different way. And so I'm going to sit, put the link of that particular show. And then right after this, the same two gentlemen, they had Steve Harvey as a guest. And he's a big faith person. So I'm just telling you that there are people out here. Those are known people. But there are thousands of unknown people. I know a lot of people who have faith stories that would just blow your mind away. And that is why I have faith. Because God has been consistent. He has, He is real. And he has been consistent about proving that he walks with people 
who believe in him and they say if you draw close to him he will draw close to you and it is so true so i just have to put this out here believe believe and if you don't know him because when i first started this podcast i always want to do a podcast but what inspired me to do this one was when my business was in a public place i would meet so many people who you know had different issues and what i believe to this day and i will always believe that it is with a relationship with god that you can live your best life without god it's just like the laptop you may be able to function for a while but at some point you are not going to be able to live your life to the fullest without the creator of this universe and so i my my target audience initially was non-believers i wanted to just share a non-religious message, a spiritual message, but a non-religious message to people who are struggling. And I, I've said this on other episodes. If you don't know him, ask him to come into your life. Get in that quiet place. We have to learn. I got to do a whole podcast. I'm turning off these phones again. Turn off these phones. Turn off, turn off the TV. Get quiet. Stop moving and be still. And ask God to come into your life and reveal himself to you and he will he will now I'm saying he I don't have a problem with people saying she because some people believe that God is a feminine energy or deity and I'm not getting into that but ask the creator to come in and reveal himself to you and before you do that you have to really want this And you have to understand whose world it is. It's not your world. It's his. It's not your having your way. It's not the purpose in life. Because if you had your way, it probably wouldn't be the best for us or or yourself. But when you surrender to God and you really want to surrender and you want to take the stress off of you, and enjoy life to the fullest no matter what you have or don't have when you get to that point you ask the creator to come in and reveal his power to you it will happen and get quiet and listen and life you you will begin you know I've learned that when God when you walk with God and God is in you you will see God everywhere you go it could be the most mundane things you've been to grocery store and you could you could see a life lesson God moving it's just so beautiful and it's like that piece of cake I could tell you the cake is good but you won't really know until you try it the first step to all relationships and closeness and intimacy is communication and communication it doesn't just involve talking it involves listening not just hearing but listening because listening involves contemplating what someone is saying. Hearing is just the sense of being able to recognize sound. But when you listen, you contemplate what is being said. And when you begin to get quiet and you listen with your heart's ears, the spirit, so much will be revealed to you. And I'm telling you, your life will change. Here's another quote about faith. Be faithful in small things because it is in them that your strength lies. Um, I, I didn't finish the episode yet, but like I said, this this particular channel, I'm going to drop a link to the 
YouTube channel for these gentlemen. And I don't know them, so I'm just doing this because I was blessed by it. They had Steve Harvey on, and, um, you know, Steve Harvey was talking about gratitude and just being grateful for the small things and how gratitude will bring you and manifest so much more. And it is so true. It will be so full, you would not have room enough to receive it. I'm telling you, um, my life changed. I had major life change. I had a major pivot from business to back into the classroom. And I had two days. I didn't even have a chance to grieve the loss of my business. And But that month, January, this was January. It just seemed like it was so long ago. But it was just January, just three months ago. Um, my, my youngest sister, God bless her soul, she, you know, encouraged us to do this gratitude, uh, ingratitude, fat, complaining fast. It was a complaining fast. We're going to complain. We're not going to complain. We're going to fast from complaining. Boy, that was hard to get out. But we are going to fast from this complaining. And let me tell you, it changed my life. I, I go to work now with so much joy. When I, when I struggled, there were moments when I really, really struggled with being an educator and I kept saying well I've just done it too long and things have changed and I had ideological issues but see now God has showed me how to use these things for my memoir <laughs> okay somebody go be in a book I'll be using every I go to work I got to work early I told my daughter I said I didn't even read my email I don't read my emails from work at home I got to work and read the email and it said we had to be to work 30 minutes earlier and I had gotten there, and I hadn't even read my email. That was the Holy Spirit got me up. I went out the house with joy. I'm telling you, that's what faith will do. Be happy with the little things, and God will just bless you with so much more. Here's another quote about faith. To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. That was Thomas Aquinas. That is so powerful because I talk to people and they want to get into these debates about what is and what is not. And the reality is we can't explain everything. If God is God, then our finite minds are not going to be able to rationalize and understand everything. And that's okay. And that's where you really have faith, where you don't need the explanation. Here's another quote. Faith is the bird that feels the light when the dawn is still dark. Robin, Robindranath Tagore, or Tagore. I got to look up how to say his name, but I've seen so much by him. Love it, love it, love it. This is powerful. You will not really see light, the light of God, until you're in darkness. Oh, let me tell you, just hang on to his hand. That is faith, no matter what. That's faith, no matter what, and don't let go. And you have to make up your mind because the enemy soon as you say, I'm changing my life, I'm going to walk with God, I'm going to die, live for God, die for God. When you say that, the enemy is going to be mad as hell. But guess what? You say no to hell. Hell no, no to hell. You keep walking with the Creator no matter what. And that is where your life will change. Here's another one. Faith consists in believing when it is um, beyond the power to reason to believe. Ooh. When that might be written wrong, but beyond the power of belief, that's faith. You don't you don't see it, you don't understand it. Steve Harvey was talking about this. You know, you have faith. I you see these wonderful things, and you're like, you don't have any idea how it's going to happen. And he had this vision. You know, might have heard his story. 
you know, he was young in elementary school, wanted to be on TV. It took 26 years for that to happen, but it happened. Hang on to your faith and don't let go. And here's another one by Plato. We are twice armed if we fight with faith. Oh, my goodness. We are twice armed if we fight with faith. I'm going to leave with that because my time is running out. This is a beautiful Palm Sunday. And I just want to encourage you. And I would not tell you anything that I have not experienced for myself. That God is real. The, the, the one who made the sun and the moon and the stars is real. Faith in the creator is what is like salt. It's, it's something that will give your life a flavor. And, it, and if you don't use too much, you can never use too much of faith. Like you can use too much salt. And it will give your life a flavor that is beyond what you could ever imagine or think. So keep the faith. God bless you and your family today and always. I'm Sheree Hardy, and I hope this was some therapy for your bad thoughts. Take care.